to Freshly Forever, a podcast that gives you fascinating insights week after week. Here's your host, Vai Kumar. Our guest today is Vidya Kripa Shankar, who is a certified Yoga Alliance USA instructor. She is trained to teach yoga therapy, hatha, prenatal, vinyasa, pranayama, and meditation. She currently lives in India and writes on yoga practice and answers queries on the website. Delighted to have you with us here, Vidya. Hi, Vedehi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm also extremely happy to be here. Thank you. Awesome. A lot of people know about yoga and yet so many are not aware of the origin or what it means. Can you shed some light on this? Uh, yeah. So what is yoga? I'll take it in two parts. What is yoga? Yoga is uh, means actually union or integration between mind, body and breath. Uh, it also says that, you know, it is a union between Jivatma and Paramatma from your individual self to universal self. To reach this goal, yoga has different asanas, postures, breathing techniques, relaxation techniques and uh, meditation. That itself is a sadhana to reach there. And uh, that is what is yoga. It originated in India several thousand years ago. Writings have been seen in Vedas, but the systematic presentation of yoga has been defined by Maharishi Patanjali. That's how it originated. And then uh, in 1800s, it went to West, became popular. And now we have yoga institutes everywhere, yoga teachers everywhere, and it's pretty popular. So we hear Hatha Yoga, Vinyasa, Hot Yoga, in yoga and so on. What are these different forms and how do they differ from one another? So these different uh, forms of yoga are Hatha, as you say, Vinyasa, Bhava Yoga. We have Ayangar Yoga, Ashtanga Yoga, In Yoga. And now we have Acro Yoga, Aerial Yoga, Goat Yoga, <laughs> Beer Yoga. But mainly the popular ones are um, Hatha Yoga, which is uh, focused on asana which are postures and breathing techniques, which works on the strength and the flexibility of a person. Vinyasa yoga is postures, asanas, which flow in a sequence. You flow from one asana to another asana. You move from one asana to another asana. There is power yoga, which is more aerobic in nature and it's more of strength-inducing. Ayangar yoga is, of course, focusing on alignment, detailing, and you hold the pose in that for a longer time. Breathe and stay in the pose for maybe one, two minutes. There is Ashtanga Yoga, which has a set of uh, sequence. And they have series, some six series of um, sequencing sets. It's a little intense on uh, a physical body, but it requires little coordination and flexibility as well. There is Yin Yoga, which targets the connective tissues. And here also, it is. this is more uh, relaxing. This increases the blood circulation. You hold pose for five minutes at least. Of course, those other yogas are all newly formed. The styles of yoga, aerial yoga, where you do asanas in the air. So we hear about this hot yoga and all these other different things now. So what exactly is that? Hot yoga is it's performed in a hot room. This is not my favorite because it can overstretch. It can cause dehydration. You can. It's easy to manipulate the muscle, which can cause injury 
it can uh, also overstretch in terms of the muscles but the tendons and ligaments are not flexible you know they are more uh, stiff so then the co- injury prone practice i would say blood vessels can dilate it can cause blood pressure and uh, because of that your heart rate can go up people think that you know because you sweat a lot and they feel that they have worked out more and they are releasing toxins but it's for me uh, safe practice is more important being careful in the practice not injuring yourself is more important so that's why it's, this is not my favorite but it's very popular Oh totally get it was it even intended by the yogis of long ago I don't think so because uh, we know yogis from himalayas which is not hot area at all so then uh, I don't think so <laughs> <laughs> How is it that one can benefit from doing yoga say in its other different forms like hatha yoga or vinyasa or whatever else you explained earlier Benefits of yoga when you say it increases a muscle tone and it gives strength to the muscles to your joints it increases the mobility flexibility of joints it uh, you can um, work on muscle tone it also works on your lymphatic system when we do lot of asanas which removes toxins works directly on your kidneys and your liver and also when you do breathing exercises along with the asana breathing in certain way it eases the stress and reduces the anxiety level in our body of course you know with the the correction of the posture you know like not hunching standing tall standing straight that gives you a good blood circulation in your body removing all the congestion from our body all of us will have congestion and that removes with the asana that gets removed from the asanas it reduces your aches and pains it improves sleep and uh, the slower you do more benefit in terms of your nervous system and it improves your spine health lots it can keep going it um, improves your cardiovascular health it supplies oxygen to all the organs these are the 10 most i would say who can do yoga is there anyone who should avoid it is there like a, a ripe age to start it would you just recommend anything on those lines yoga is for everyone for all age group of course you know you have to be above 8 to start doing yoga kids can do it as a playful act but otherwise you know a proper hatha yoga can be a child can start after 8 years anyone who should avoid i don't think anyone can avoid uh, should avoid yoga can be modified for every person if a person is sick if a person cannot do for example if a person has a heart problem or asthma or a knee problem they have to avoid few things but there are other things that they can do they can get better and continue to do all uh, asana like for example if a person has a uh, back pain he or she cannot do forward bend but a forward bend can be safely done with care and that can be taught by the teacher of course you know therapeutically they can uh, uh, get better and do it unless they are bedridden or you know surg- surgery which has happened only those people should avoid for some time until they get better and yoga is for everyone oh that's good news what about the inner well-being that yoga brings we all hear about it we read about it if you can touch upon the inner peace well-being and healing aspects of yoga i think that'll be that'll be a huge insight here yoga practice breathing pattern gets corrected 
and a pranic balance is brought in all asanas either whether it is a standing asana or a forward bend or a back bend all of it has its own benefit of emotional stability bringing calmness to your mind elevating your mood increasing the energy increasing your happiness quotient at the end of a practice whether it is a single day practice or after a week after a month after a year they a person will feel the changes happening from inside from within how they perceive a situation how they react to a situation not getting anxious about things that are happening around them so those are all long term benefit that they can see with the practice so how does it relate to uh, our modern day lifestyle and present day world scenario modern day lifestyle is um, has become very stressful these days you know the nowadays the lifestyle is such that we are sitting at the desk for a long time and m- most of the population are more stressed than ever before the eating ch- habits have changed and all this are prone to lifestyle related disease adding uh, covid to our uh, situation now um many people are getting depressed and anxious about the whole situation what if i fall sick and what happens to me and uh, you know just being uh, confined to the house itself you know is very depressing yoga addresses all of these emotional issues and uh, with the uh, yoga practice it brings a balance not only to the physical uh, body but emotionally physiologically all changes you will uh, see with the yoga practice so all this can be handled with a with a perfect whatever style of yoga that you choose and it is certainly will bring a good benefit for the for that person so for a beginner uh, as far as choosing a style um, would it be something that a teacher can guide them and uh, help them get started or is it beneficial to look at videos and get started what is your take on that for beginners definitely uh, instru- uh, first hand instruction is uh, more beneficial because uh, there are a lot of uh, do's and don'ts in terms of um, if the, if a person has any limitations like a knee pain or a back pain or you know like if they have a blood pressure or diabetes there are certain things that they cannot do we all tend to make mistakes and especially definitely in the beginning stages of learning to do a good um, uh, yoga posture if a teacher is there and you know he or she can correct and also if there is any limitation it is better to let the teacher know so that as i said you know yoga is for everyone so it, the asana the posture can be modified to suit that person and uh, do's and don'ts practice in a ventilated space any uh, aches and pains that they have they have to be careful with the practice that they are choosing that makes sense i'm just curious does yoga and diet have any correlation yoga talks about balance in everything whether you want to eat sleep exercise whatever you do there should be a balance overdoing anything is not good and uh, there comes a diet uh, where you know it talks about mithahara where you eat a sattvic diet uh, what uh, what is needed is what you will eat not more not less going without food is also is not good 
but overeating is also not good some balanced diet what how much you need for that meal is what you will take and that is what uh, yoga talks about when you say uh, satvic diet can you just expand on that just so every listener who is not familiar with that also can understand and uh, be able to appreciate what we are trying to uh, address here satvic diet is uh, more nourishing more calming it it is no meat and not too spicy more of veg- vegetable it is more of seasonal food with whole grains legumes and uh, the protein comes from the legumes and the dal that is that we talk about in india and it is very pure natural energetic that is a vegetarian diet it is a regime that we follow with the satvic diet so it's in conjunction with uh, the practice of the asanas so it helps nourish your body and plays a major role in aiding that inner peace and well-being is that like a fair understanding that is correct okay great what about yoga for people who are pregnant so we hear a lot about yoga during maternity and what is recommended and how should one practice yoga during maternity a prenatal yoga for uh, to be mom gives a stress relief and it keeps her body active it keeps her mind calm it prepares your pelvic floor the breathing helps in the labor it encourages gentle stretching it can um, alleviate back pain which usually any of to be mom uh, mom's problem the first one is like oh i have a back pain and it gives a very good relaxation and it promotes your emotional well-being also so it's very important that they stay happy and they stay calm during their pregnancy and through the delivery and i highly recommend uh, every uh, mom to be if possible to do a yoga session or to continue to do the yoga session throughout their pregnancy but definitely after learning it correct and learning it well enough from a teacher i would think of course awesome the yoga certainly helped me um, go through my pregnancy and my daughter is now uh, an athlete she's a competitive uh, junior athlete and uh, i could always feel that she moved with me even when she was inside whenever i did yoga and i thoroughly enjoyed doing yoga during my pregnancy back in a moment with our guest on fresh leaf forever just tell us a little bit about how yoga benefits athletes and uh, how it can aid in their performance and also on the meditation side of yoga because we just didn't get to uh, talk about that so if you can touch upon that as well i think that will be that will be a good thing for all of us yeah the yoga for uh, athletes it is uh, it gives a balance for example i uh, i have a tennis player who does yoga if they are more right handed uh, you want their left hand also to get equally strong and uh, equally um, uh, flexible yoga brings a balance not only emotionally but uh, physically also and uh, it gives them that emotional strength to face a 
uh, a tournament and meditation will help them in being uh, calm during the stressful it helps them relax the tight muscles the muscles become tight not only with your practice and it can also uh, because of the stress that they get you know the muscles can get uh, tighter to be very quick in their uh, field whatever they are you know if they are athlete and if they have to be on their feet and if they have to be quick in taking a decision at that time whatever however they want to move yoga prepares them mentally and gives them that emotional um, grounding a tournament or the season to do better in their field okay as far as the meditation side of it um is that something that people can learn on their own or how would you suggest that they go about it meditation can be done with a, it's a guided practice that they can start off if you if they are a beginner it is not easy uh to sit for meditation you have to fall into meditation it is like a higher level in according to the yoga you do the asanas first and then you do the pranayama and then you fall into meditation so it is a layer that you can um, people now you know like everybody wants to get into meditation and it's not that they can't do it everybody can do it and to start off they can follow a guided um, meditation and they will learn how to sit for a longer time focus on certain things whether it is a breath or any visualization uh, technique and then they can do the meditation it's really really calming and very um, it'll be very helpful for them emotionally and uh, physiologically for their body as far as the overall well-being and um, uh, health aside from the fitness side of yoga when we say the asanas can you also touch upon what benefits it really brings about say certain postures do they just give muscle relaxation or do they aid in digestion or uh, bodily processes inside can you just give us an idea on that as well please? yeah so all the standing asanas um keeps you more grounded and uh, gives you strength in your legs and this emotional stability you know like the way you are re- rooted for example it could be just the tree pose the vrikshasan you know the more you're grounded the more you feel at peace from inside and the stability that you get not only physically and that gets transformed emotionally too for example if you're doing a paschimottasana it is a forward bend seated forward bend uh, where your legs are extended in the front and you bend forward to touch your uh, toes it is very calming you know any of the forward bend it is not only calming for your mind but uh, for your abdomen when it gets compressed into the thighs the abdominal muscles the organs in your abdomen gets uh, stimulated and uh, when you release and come out of it there is a lot of blood circulation in your abdomen so that improves and aids in the digestion also any of the back bending for example any of the if it could be a chakrasana or it could be a ushtrasana it's a camel pose or that uh, opens up the heart opens up the chest and there's a lot of uh, breath moving into the lungs happy feeling that you get it keeps your uh, lungs more expanded and more uh, oxygen going in 
and that gives you the the breath becomes longer and deeper and also the stretch that you get in the abdominal level in the abdominal region and in your rib cage that again when you come out of the pose is when you feel the benefit you know like when you're in the pose and when you come out of the pose again there is a lot of difference It helps in uh, being very cheerful increasing that courage you know being uh, ready to um, face the world type of feeling with that all the inverted pose where your hips are elevated above your um, chest level in all the glands your pituitary glands get stimulated there and the energy level is very high when you do your inverted pose whether it could be just a shirshasan or it could be a wide leg forward bend any asana which is where your hips are above your uh, chest level will be term it can be uh, uh, labeled as a inverted pose your veins are more relaxed in that and when you come back again you will see the benefit and all of it should end in shavasan all the practice should end in shavasan and that is where you um, reap the benefit of the asanas where everything comes to a homeostasis where everything comes to a balance okay so that is like the relaxation posture at the end correct at the end. correct yeah. how important is it for uh, anyone to integrate their breathing correctly when they do uh, yoga that's uh, is that why one should learn from an instructor that way they are breathing correctly breathing in breathing out uh, at the right time when it comes to doing their asanas or the postures breathing is very very important and it plays a very uh, key role in uh, the yoga practice whatever asana that you take stiram sukham asanam is what is termed in patanjali uh, yoga sutra where once you get into the pose however difficult it is uh, you fall into the pose and then your breathing has to come back initially there will be a struggle our breathing becomes hard it becomes shallow it becomes short and you'll be breathing heavy but when asana becomes more easy when your breathing get your breath flows very uh, very fluidly very f- easily with uh, no force at all and to get there again as i said it is a sadhana by itself so it is a it's a learning along with the asana correct breathing is very important and that is how the prana and the energy movement in your body also gets uh, diverted or uh, channelized okay it is definitely preferable that one learns everything correctly so they can have the maximum benefit from doing yoga correct so it is the asana the breathing and holding the pose and get comfortable into the pose going into the falling into the pose coming out all are very important not just getting into the pose and how you come out of the pose also is very important <laughs> and a guided teacher can help you okay and they can also possibly correct whenever someone is not doing it right correct very simple thing of uh, to say you know in a virabhadrasan second variation your knee typically you know people get to tend to learn, lean to one side of the foot and to balance and to be in the center having the weight distribution between the feet are very important. So is that like the warrior pose that you're talking about? Correct. 
uh, warrior pose has uh, three different variations. I was talking about the second variation, Virabhadrasan, second variation, warrior two. Uh, is it necessary that people have to do any other forms of exercising or fitness other than yoga or is yoga and by itself an all-encompassing, and if you will, even for fitness purposes, what is your recommendation on that? It, it is a personal choice. Uh, some people are very happy with just doing it. If they are doing their Ashtanga yoga, that itself is pretty intense. And But I have seen many people take uh, the strength training along with that or running along with that. But again, yoga can fit into any of your schedule, whatever that you want to or you're um, looking to do. Whether it is a fitness regime, you can do that. Or if I want yoga only for calming effect, uh, for calming a purpose, I can just do a restorative, do very calming yoga. But the other days I can keep a little more... Uh, a fitness regime into uh, gymming or you know, uh, running or strength training, they can do that. It is their personal choice and whatever is their choice is absolutely fine. There is no hard and fast rule that, oh, you have to do only yoga or you have to do only this and not do yoga or yoga and this. Whatever combination is fine. So basically, maybe split up what you do in the week and incorporate yoga for well-being and then still if you're interested in doing something else do that as well uh, but if someone chooses to just do yoga by itself say uh, most days of the week or all days of the week would that still be sufficient to maintain their well-being and uh, have it as sort of a fitness routine absolutely absolutely they have to choose the le whatever level they are in and they can do five days a week, six days a week, uh, only yoga. And they can uh, uh, definitely work on their uh, fitness level, their uh, emotional quotient, physical quotient, uh, well-being, general well-being. Yeah. So can yoga and a good practice of diet also help with toning of one's body and also say possibly weight loss yoga can be uh, targeted for many things so one is also weight loss and um, diet plays a very important role in weight loss where the balanced meal uh, a sattvic meal is very important yoga helps them emotionally also to face the challenge to go through the challenge of the weight loss if a person is looking for a weight loss as far as when one can practice yoga is there like a time of the day that's preferable preferably dawn or dusk keeping our lifestyle in mind any time of the day is good uh does one have to be um say on like a relatively empty stomach is that the most preferred scenario to practice yoga yes that is very important the full stomach is never uh, recommended you have to at least uh, give a gap between your practice and the uh, Meal time. So maybe even after coming from work, just freshen up and do like a very quick routine and then sit down for dinner. For example, if you're working and you want to come home and do a routine, just two hours before you reach home, before your yoga practice at work, maybe you can have a, any anything, any small snack that will keep them going. Again, with an empty stomach, a long, long gap just after your, if you're super hungry before your practice, that's also not going to give you a good practice because your mind will not be there. So it's always uh, preferable to take some a light uh, snack before, if, there, if the gap is too long, I mean. 
Yeah, that that's good advice. As far as um, a takeaway for listeners from this program, what is it that you would highlight? To get an inner peace for a well-being, for a, a healthy body, yoga is highly recommend. It was nice having this conversation with you, Vidya. Thank you so much. And we look forward to connecting with you again in the future. Thanks a lot for coming on the show. My pleasure, Vaidehi. Thank you so much for having me here.